Good morning to you all. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I don't know when you are listening to this, either in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, but whichever time it is, I say good is that time. (laughs) My name is Gabriel Adebayo. I am the Senior Pastor of House of Grace Christian Center, located at 231 Rockaway Avenue. Again, I'm back this morning to speak to you about planning. I have been on this for a couple of uh, days and I've been talking to you about planning, which I think it's important. You know, everybody wants to start a new year by saying new year, new resolution. Uh, but I want you to start your year early by, by planning things ahead of time and leave it in the hands of God. Because every moment and every day and every time, we all make decisions. And every day we find ourselves trying to figure it out. Uh, It's been everything that requires us to plan a course or to execute the plan. Planning is a huge part of our successes. I must tell you that planning is a huge part of your successes in everything that you do in life. So imagine if you don't have a plan. Imagine if you don't have a plan. We can't go around without a plan. We can't do anything without a plan. So planning is a common reason for failure. If you don't understand that today, Planning is a common reason for failure. If you make $2 a, uh, a day and you don't know how to um, use that $2 very well, it, it, you will soon lose it. I don't care how big your resources is or your or rather, or your sources. If you, have, if you have a source or sources, I don't care how big they could be or they may be. If you don't manage it well, it will soon run dry. That is important. So it's all about planning. It's all about management. And I'm grateful to the mother that gave birth to me. Uh, my mother was never educated, but trust me, if, if, if education is what we have now, I, I don't want to be, I want to be what my mother was in, in our old time. God bless you, Mama Onigari. <laughs> Mama, may your soul rest in peace, Mama. So, so you ask yourself, what is planning? Why is planning important? Why is planning important? What is the purpose of planning anyway? Well, there are many things you can say that because in life, um, we don't, I've never seen anyone who failed uh, to plan, but we plan. Um, I mean, rather, those who fail to plan, plan to fail. I've never seen anyone who says, I want to fail. But just because you can't make plans, that's the reason why. So I want you to understand this, that planning is important. God has never been, God is, and has never been an author of confusion. So if there is any confusion anywhere, that's not God. That has never been God. That means there is something that is not of God that is there. When you plan and you have a purpose, planning makes your purpose become clearer. Planning makes your purpose becomes clear because in life, we sometimes come to places where it feels as if we're standing still or stagnant. Oh yeah, but when you have a good planning, planning provides provides you with some pretty amazing benefits that helps you navigate your experience. So that's why I said number one, planning will help you to see your purpose clearly. It will make you to know where you're going. Remember, we, we, 
God is that the God that we serve is a God of purpose. And because he's a God of purpose, he has planned and he planned everything that he does. There's no bing bang theory. There is no bing bang theory in in God's dictionary. No. Everything that God created was with planning. So when you plan in between that there is a goal that you will set which helps you to see the vision and make sure you are prepared for it and you then begin to go for it but if you are without time the bible tells us in the book of uh, gospel of luke how many of you who want to build a tower without first sit down my goodness take the cost down and see how much this is going to cost before you proceed so that you won't start something and then look at yourself and say whoa whoa what would happen to me why couldn't I continue this you know that's why many people will buy something will buy a house or buy something and they forget there's a maintenance i did stupid something stupid one time i bought a leather bag a leather bag and it it at that time it's it cost me a lot uh cost me about 400 something dollars yeah it was a lot for me at that time but i didn't realize that you have to buy the cleaner that you have that they have some products that you have to use in cleaning it. So I was I was using water to clean the bag because it collects dust. And so now later I see the bag peeling. I was so furious. I was so disturbed. How could this be? But then I went back and read the label. And the label said you have to order the cleaning as the catch. See, I, my planning was halfway. <laughs> and that's what many of us do. I lost that bag. I just... It was destroyed. And the bag could have lasted. And they said they're guaranteed for a lifetime if you do, if you maintain it well. Do you know how many things we have in the house that we don't maintain and and we just we just end up destroying them? Oh yeah. It, it, all because of lack of planning. If there is no order in your house, nothing can work. Are you one of those that wake up in the morning on Sunday and you late and you woke up early but you still end up late you know why you're late you're late because you don't have everything in order you're looking for your shoe in one corner you don't even know what you're wearing you contemplate about 30 minutes to one hour to what you're going to wear and then what style of hair you're going to make and all that time went off and you wonder why you're late and you do that you're late to work every day and that's why you see some people ending up in a place shabbily looking because they rushed out of the house they never planned well to leave the house and there are some people when they leave their house they leave their house sparkly clean you know why because they plan what they're going to wear they plan what they're going to put on there's some people who don't plan it so when the time is going they just put on anything because they're so lazy in planning to make sure that okay this is what at least don't go with that you see some people you will laugh because they look like I'm and uh, they look like a, an M&M some people look like a rainbow you just go oh my god what 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 are you wearing huh? how could you leave your house wearing this because there was no planning <laughs> it's too early for this I'm sorry but but of course it's true it's true this is a very true thing so so when you make plan because we serve a god who has a plan God I've always said is a plan of all activities. He had plans for you, he has planned for the world. 
He had a plan that was formulated at the beginning of the time. We were created in the image of God because of these two crucial facts. We can we can do things well if we make plan. If we make plan. Let me quickly take you to a verse that I believe you should you should be familiar with, the book of Isaiah. Now I think you should you should somehow be familiar with this. And if you're not well, you should be now. Um Isaiah chapter 28. Isaiah 28, verse 29. And I'm just quickly going to read this to you so that you can. These also come forth from the Lord of hosts, which is wonderful in counsel and excellent in working. You see that? Excellent in working. That's who God is. And in the book of Job, chapter 42, verse 2, reminds us also. Of, of how great our God is in, in, in planning and executing plans. See, God is not just a God that existed without plan. Job 42, verse 2 says, I know that thou can do everything and that no thought can be withholding from thee. So all this we know about God and all this we see about God. And God can do anything and everything that no one can thwart. So, do you have a plan? Get your plan together and start working on your plan. And sometimes your plan will not go in accordance as you have labeled them A, B, C, D. No, it may not go like that. It may start from Z, but just keep going. The plan may change, but the vision is still the same. When you get to see that and you know that, then there's nothing to be afraid of. The Lord, your God, is with you. Get yourself together. My secretary will have to say, get your life together. And maybe I'll borrow that word and say, get your life together, make plans. It's another beautiful day. Uh, as you wake up this morning, or as you walk around, or whatever you're doing at this moment, I want you to understand that I want you to know that planning is everything. I've said it once and I'll say it over and over again. Planning is everything. Let me just drop this uh, scripture in your spirit. Let me drop this in your in your spirit. The book of Proverbs chapter 21. Book of Proverbs chapter 21. If you have your Bible there. I, I, I want you to let us together look at verse 5 and see what this will do for you and, and me. Um... I have no doubt this is going to do something better for you. Proverbs 21, Proverbs 21, verse 5, which is very clear. And this is what it says. The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plunge us. The thoughts, which also is the plan. Because whatever you think is part of your planning. As a man thinking, so he is. As a man plans, so he is. The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plunge us. So, there is plenty when you when you have plan, plenty of time, plenty of room. Um, but of everyone that is that is hasty, only to want. Hmm. Let's just take it to in every area of life. Um, you know, you, you you get to some people's house, you see the way they put their shoes, their clothes. Oh my God! It it just gives me peace if I if I see how things are arranged in some places, like like it's like you are entering into a store. They know where their sleepers are. They know where their sneakers are. 
they know where the dress shoe are, shoes are. And they set things in order. The way to reach ladies, the way to be rich, ladies and gentlemen, in everything that you do, the way to be rich, if we will live plentifully and comfortably in the world, we must be diligent in everything that we do. We must be diligent in our business and not shrink from toil or trouble that comes out of it. But prosecute it closely, improving all advantages and opportunities for it. And doing what we do with all our might, with all your might, not 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 in and out, not lukewarm. Yet we must not be hasty in it. We must take our time. Because I've always heard people say that um, perfection comes by what you repeat. I don't see perfection in anything. You cannot be perfect. And I've heard people say practice made perfect. I don't see any practice that made perfect. Or make you become better or the best. There's no perfectness. Because every record is meant to be broken. So so this is what you do. So so you will have to be patient in what you do. Don't be in hasty in it. Not hurry ourselves or others with it, but keep doing fear and softly, which we say will take you furthermore. So with diligence there must be a contrivance. With diligence, there must be a contrivance. The Bible says here, the thoughts of the diligent are as necessary as the hand of the diligent because everything must go together. Forecast is as good as work. So you have to understand, do you know any man who is prudent and diligent? He will have enough. That's what the Bible says. He will have enough to live on. And the only way to be poor is when you are hasty, <laughs> when you are rash and inconsiderate in your affairs, when you will not take time to think. And one of the ones that my mother used to say is when you are greedy of gain. So by right or wrong, and make haste to be rich by unjust practice, unwise project, and the ready road to poverty. Their thoughts and contrivance by which they hope to raise themselves always end up ruining them. So let's talk about it now in a way that that you can understand. Is there any shortcut to success? Is there any shortcuts to knowledge? I don't know. If anybody knows that, please get back to me. Is there any shortcut to perfection? I've never seen any shortcut to anything and everything. Even though we live in a world where we want to, you know, cut corners and, and make sure we get this, we get that. But I I don't think it's possible. I, I've, I've seen some, so many people in my life, professionals in what they do, and they're still learning every day. There's a woman in our church who I know do here, Elder Karen. And as good as she is, she's still improving herself every day. She told me a story of going to the uh, um, um, senior's home to do their hair. Which means she, she engaged herself in what she does. So I, I hope she will not mind me saying this. But, but I said that to say to you, you cannot fold your arms and expect something great. We, we heard the story of Michael Jordan. 
heard the story of Kobe Bryant, um, who hated some of his mates because they don't come to practice on time and they leave early. So, so the question that I want to ask you is this: How diligent are you? Because your diligence and your thoughts could go together. The thoughts of the diligent tend only to pleasures. You will have more if you are very steady in what you do. You will have more if you follow your plans and stick to it, because the result is imminent. There is something that will come out of that. So, how do you become successful? We are not even diligent in what you do. And you're so much in a haze that you want to cut corners. You want to do a crash program, a crash course, a crash days to get to to the top. Ah, come on, man! You you know that is not possible. If there is anyone fooling you on that, they're just fooling you. They're not telling you the right thing. They're not telling the truth. The truth is this, and the Bible says that. And if this can come out of a mouth of a man that is known as one of the wisest man in the world, there has never been anyone like Solomon. Never been, never been. I don't think there will be. And Solomon has just just a, shares a drop of the knowledge of God that the whole world is sharing. A drop, you know, the whole world is sharing just a drop of the knowledge of God. A drop of the knowledge of God. A drop of the wealth of God. Everything that we have is just a drop that comes from God. A drop that comes from God. So, so then, when you look at yourself. In whatever you are doing, without planning, how do you stay? How do you stay on course? How do you plan your day, though? Because you just wake up and you just live the day. You just roll with the time. You just go along with the time. You just want to do things as it is. And say, ah, I don't have no plan, but um, I'll go as I want it. Now, now, don't don't roll with the time. Plan diligently, and follow the plan with all your heart. And trust me, you will make it. Don't be fooled. God cannot be mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, so he shall reap. <laughs> God is God of uh, uh, fear. He may not be fair in things that he does, but listen, I believe step by step, step by step. I th- I can't think of any other way that anyone can accomplish anything. I can never think of a better way that anyone can accomplish anything in life without one step before another. That's why in the beginning of your in the beginning of your uh, letters you, we are taught A B C. We are taught one two three. If you know that, then you can make a sentence. Remember that time. Now I know my ABC. So, so if you know the ABC of, of of business, you're likely to be successful. If you know the ABC of the world, you're likely to be successful. It's not even likely to be successful. You will be successful because it's a matter of time. As time goes on, you will soon find yourself in that state of knowing fully well that God has done something greater in your life. Listen to me. Proverbs twenty-one verse five. Take time to read that. And make sure that whatever you are doing, if you need to learn more, learn more. Be diligent in your business. You will have more. Don't be in a haste. There is no shortcut to anything in this world. Not even to relationship. No. Trust me when I tell you that. It takes time to build a better and a good relationship. It takes understanding. It takes sacrifice. It takes forgiveness. 
So don't you think you see two couple walking hand in hand and you think, oh, I don't know why my life is not like that. Uh, come on, you know why. God bless you and God keep you. May God cause this position upon you. My name is Gabriel Adebayo and you have a wonderful day. Thank you.